What's up, horror fam? You know what time it is. And today we got some horror news. Let's get into this. What's up, everybody? What's up, everybody? And welcome, welcome to the Horror Chronicles podcast. Welcome to the Horror Chronicles dungeon. Yes, that's right, guys. It's not really a dungeon; it's more of a yeah. It's a she shed. It's a she shed. Yeah. (laughs) What's up, horror fan? My name's Cheryl. Cheryl, Cheryl, she shed. Uh, What's up, everybody? As you can see, we're already on this one. Um, (laughs) Welcome to the Horror Chronicles podcast. We are at it again. I'm your host. Ryan, and with me as always... Sunday, Sunday, Sunday. JG. <laughs> What's up, everybody? <laughs> That's right, guys. And as you heard, we got some horror news for you. We're going to go through some things going on and whatnot, and uh, just have a cool guy's conversation about some new stuff coming out, yeah, all kinds of stuff. But if you're not following us on Facebook, guys, jump on over there, follow us on our Facebook pages, and uh, just, you know, man... Um, it's growing and growing. Yeah. I want to give shout-outs to some people, you know, um, from other podcasts like Land of the Creeps and yes. Phantom Galaxy. Yes, absolutely. Um, you guys rock. You guys have been really uh, showing love. We're really showing love to you. This is what we like to do. We're um, just all going to make love. Make sweet, sweet lo- podcast love. Mm. <laughs> no, but... Um, I like the way you say podcast. That's right, guys. So uh, jump on over to the Facebook page. Follow them as well over there. Follow their pages, show them some love, and um, you know uh, it's what we like to do here. Um, if you want to peep some merch, you can go to tpublic.com, t e e p u b l i c dot com, and Horror Chronicles, and you'll see, see all of our stuff there, guys. Yeah. You, yeah, uh, we got a pretty good YouTube page going on right now. Yeah, yeah. Just go over to YouTube. YouTube and click in the Horror Chronicles podcast, and there we are, guys. Actually, you don't even have to do that much. You can just click in Horror Chronicles and it'll, it'll pop, find us. It'll pop it up. Uh, we're on Twitter. We're tweeters now. Tweeter, tweeters. damn right, tweeter. At uh, the Horror Chron, H O R R O R C H R O N. You'll find us there, and also Instagram. Insta. That neither one of us know how to use. We're working on it, guys. Hey, we're there. We're new to the. We're new to the game. Like two years. Only two years old, guys. Come yeah, on. Yeah. What can two year olds do? We Let's just go. barely learned how to walk. So there you go. But anyways, guys, we're gonna get into some horror news. That's about it on everything. You know, we uh, we've been doing a lot of interviews, which we've been loving. And I gotta tell you, man. Um, as far as podcast goes, we didn't think that's where we we're going to be going, but I, I like it. It's been fun. I mean, we've talked to some really cool people. You know, last, I love it. Last week we had Ash Green on. One of my, fa- you know what? I, I I like I love it, dude. I I like talking to people. I've been waiting so long yeah. for for He's Ash, someone like Ash. To me. Yeah, I've been waiting for someone like for someone like Ash to come on and uh, talk about you know witchcraft and magic and things like yeah. that. She'll be back on again. Um, she was really she was really awesome. Uh, it was uh, an awesome conversation. So if you haven't listened to that episode, guys, go back and listen to it. You guys will like it. I promise you. Yeah, yeah. it was really cool. Really cool. Um, but yeah, we just we like talking to um, other people who are into the same things, you know. And uh, it's uh, becoming something that we prefer to do almost. Yeah. <laughs> it's really weird because I kind of feel naked just being the two of us. Here. Yeah, <laughs> well, it's because he's got no pants on. That's, but I'm doing um, a no pants dance. <laughs> But anyway, so tonight, guys, we're going to go into some um, 
horror news that we find that we found some you know new movies coming out maybe some stuff about some tv shows uh some actual headline news things that are kind of weird um and just going to have a cool conversation about it uh yeah so you guys can hear our lovely voices absolutely oh yeah so uh to pop this one in there um so well okay we all know that we love ghost hunters and ghost nation and all that stuff you know um i've been really enjoying the new ghost nation uh a lot of people are mad right now because discovery is going under the paywall thing well yeah i thought it was kind of fucked up so i was going to get your your view on that and uh see what you you see what you're what you were thinking about it you know (laughs) i you know here's the deal Discovery has been free for, well, not free. I mean, you get it with a paid subscription to your cable provider or satellite provider, whatever you choose. There's no judgment here. Mm -hmm. Um, But there's a lot of companies, and I kind of get it. I I understand. But there's a lot of companies going to these paying services, and Discovery's no different. They have their new service called Discovery Plus, and for, you know, how much ever money a month, I think it's like 10 bucks a month, you can watch the same shows that you could watch for free last week. Now they're on Discovery Plus. Yeah. And the bad thing about that is, is you can no longer watch those same shows for free because they're going to take them off the air. You have to pay to see them now. Well, some do. And <laughs> that kind of chaps my ass. Yeah, and I will say that Jason and the crew have came out, you know, and told everyone that they had no say so in this. It's you know, and they don't. They have they a contract. They're with, just content providers. Yeah, just like we don't have any say so on how YouTube screws us over. Yep. But anyway. But you know, unfortunately, they are you know, like you said, um, under contract with Discovery. So the show is basically theirs. Is Discovery's not not jason's and them's you know right, so right. they have to do what what's going on with what they say you know it's under the contract so um you guys quit fucking being dickheads to jason and them <laughs> they don't fucking have any say in it so you know um i'm sure if they had if they had say so they would keep on giving you guys that content for free you know um i was just you know like you said there's a lot of things going under that right now and it's kind of fucking it's weird you know, yeah, I don't like it either. Evidently, a lot of other people don't like it, but I've been hearing a lot of people, watching a lot of people posting up stuff, say, talking shit, or saying, oh, we can't follow you, because I follow Jason um, and them on Facebook on a lot of their pages. Right. And, um, you know, the people on there being ignorant. And I'm yeah, like, man, yeah. they, they have no say-so. Like, it, it, it's, it's tough. It's tough. I mean, I... I understand that they're pissed because they love the show. <clears throat> they're It's... They're mad, but they're mad at the wrong people. Right, right. Yeah. Right. And it's sad, but, you know, it is what it is. The one thing that I do like is what HBO Max is doing right now. HBO Max is releasing movies on their service the same day they come out in the theater. Awesome. I think that's really cool. Unfortunately, HBO Max is another service you got to pay for. But if you're a movie guy like I am and like Ryan is, we'd love to go to the theater. Well, you know, HBO Max is cheaper. Yeah. And I'll be honest with you, with the TV sets that we have, <laughs> the picture's better, the sound quality's better, yeah. and I don't have to worry about, you know, having some six-year-old on. kid behind me throwing popcorn at me. Or having to have a Because I won't on. shut up. You sit in your underwear, um, scratch your balls, yeah, yeah. be comfortable. 
Yeah. Well, my wife won't like that. Yeah, you know. But, you know. They don't like it either way. Because my so- balls are in her purse. But <laughs> <laughs> boom, boom. But anyway. But yeah, so yeah, let's get let's get to what, that's uh, what we're talking about. So I just wanted to jump out here. Uh, I have watched a couple really cool movies here lately. Mm-hmm. Um, some newer stuff that's come out, and I just thought I'd tell you guys about them. Cool. Let's get into some shit. Uh, so one of the first movies I want to talk about, which it's funny, I heard about this movie on several different podcasts, Phantom Galaxy, um, <laughs> and I kept hearing about it. And I had seen the cover art for it and thought it looked really interesting. But, you know, it just wasn't something that I had, uh, uh-huh. uh, you know, I had peeped out for myself. But uh, this is a movie called The Dark and the Wicked. It came out in 2020. Um, this movie is, uh, it's kind of got a little bit of everything. There's some gore in there. There's some... Suicidal actions. Uh, it, it's it's more along the lines of like a, a possession film almost. Gotcha. Um, basically, the the gist of this is there's this family that lives on a secluded farm in some nondescript rural town. Uh, I don't remember the name of the town, but I do know that it's in Texas. <clears throat> um, and the father figure of the family is dying from some unknown disease. They don't really tell us why he's dying, but he's bedridden. And uh, so as this man is slowly dying, his family starts gathering around to mourn. Um, it's really, it's just, you know, this this old man and his wife, and all the kids are grown and have moved away, you know. And, uh, uh you know, as soon as all the, well, there's two kids that come back and it's really weird. The daughter, when she calls her mom and says, Hey, I'm going to come home. And she's like, no, don't do that. You don't need to be here. You know, we're fine. And so she's like, Oh, I'm coming anyway. Well, as soon as the family starts gathering, the darkness ensues. You know. So we'll leave it at that. And <laughs> I don't want there's, uh, there's some weird stuff going on. I haven't watched it yet either. Um, So the little synopsis here that I'm going to read you, uh, it says, On a secluded farm in a nondescript rural town, a man is slowly dying. His family gathers to mourn, and soon soon a darkness grows, marked by waking nightmares and a growling sense that something evil is taking over the family. Uh, Very interesting concept in this movie. Uh... You know, they're secluded, there's evil afoot, and... There's fuckery afoot here. There's fuckery afoot. There's fuckery Uh, afoot here. You know, it was just really cool. Um, There's a lot of, you know, no-name people in this. Uh, Well, they have names, but it's not anybody that you're going to go, Oh, I know who that is, or I know who that is. Unless you know who they are. Uh, Unless you know them. (laughs) Um, You know, but... uh, but it was a uh, it was definitely a good watch though. Cool, I, mean, I haven't very, watched. Very cool watch. I've seen it on my uh, very cool little. It's list not there. like completely in your face, you know, mm-hmm. unadulterated horror. But it's it's creepy. Yeah, it's very yeah. creepy. Very creepy. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> now you're not going to bring up any because we got a, we're, we're doing a special episode here pre- coming up pretty soon. 
with uh, another podcast. Uh, no, so. I'm not talking about anything we're talking okay, about. Okay, cool. On them. Kill, kill, so kill. These are just a couple movies that I uh, that I've happened to watch over the past week. And see, I've, I've seen that um, the the one we was talking about, the dark and the uh, the dark and the wicked. And the wicked. Is, I've is seen that on my list. I just yeah. haven't watched it yet. I, so. It's worth a watch. It's yeah. definitely worth a watch. Sweet, um, sweet. So, and I'm just gonna run with this because uh, I'm gonna touch a little bit on all of these Uh, so movie i watched the other night was uh, a movie i'd never heard of it popped up on my uh, i almost watched this i didn't it popped up on i think it was on amazon honestly uh it was a movie called they reach from 2020 and it was it was a movie it was based in 1979 and basically, a young girl stumbles upon a possessed cassette tape player. Yes, I did watch this. Oh, dude. Dude, there was yes, some I did cool watch shit this. going on in yes, here. Yes, I did. Uh, she unknowingly unleashes a demonic entity that haunts her family while slowly dragging the small town of Clarkston to hell. You know... Uh, it it had some cool scenes on it, and I love the feeling of the movie. That, it, it had a lot of atmosphere. And it had, we talk about that all the time, how a movie just sucks you in and makes you feel a, a, a certain time period of your life. Mm-hmm. And this movie did that for me. The atmosphere was great. I remember this movie now. Um, the atmosphere was great in this movie. I do remember feeling a little bit let down myself on... Because, um, I mean, in the description, it sounds like it's fucking going to be... And it is a good movie. Don't get me wrong, guys. It's definitely worth the watch. Um, for me, though, I was like, oh, this could be so great. You know what? Yeah, this is- yeah. I, I see what you're saying. They did kind of miss the mark. This movie is like we've talked about before. There's these B-rated movies that have such a great concept, but they need a little bit more of a... I'm not talking shit or being rude. They need yeah, a better, no, because it is a good movie. They need a better director and a better more product more right, um right. more money basically a bigger yeah, budget. yeah 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 if this movie would have had a bigger budget it would have been huge yes but since it was a small movie not a lot of people have heard about it yeah it, it was um, definitely a good I, we, movie we watch a lot or well we listen to a lot of podcasts where they talk about their favorite movies of 2020 and i have never seen this movie pop up anywhere yeah and it's good and, it, and it's not that it's a bad movie it's it just not a stellar movie yeah correct you know? yeah yeah but it, so, the atmosphere is great in this movie but it was a very fun watch and if you want to get taken back in time this movie will do it for you yeah it almost almost reminded me of like um god as bad as i don't want to say this like a goonies type or a, mm-hmm. a, a maybe an it type of movie ah, yeah, you, i was gonna say it where you've got some young kids that are fighting something evil which is what i love you know? which is what which is one of my favorite my favorite what like storylines to a movie yeah you yeah, know for yeah. me i yeah. love it i mean you know? you've got greats like silver bullet uh-huh and, you well know. you said fuck it like it, it yeah. i mean yeah oh yeah and then the last one I'm going to talk about is a movie that I just watched last night. It was a movie called, and I know I'm going to screw this up because nobody ever says the name of this movie. It's either Shook or Shook. I think it's it, Shook. It's S-H-O-O-K. Shook. Uh, came out in 2021. This movie totally had me on my ear. Uh, it was so, look, it got a horrible review. 
let me tell you guys, not again, not a you know star-studded cast or a fantastic you know storyline here, but what they were doing was so innovative that it just it sucked me in and i had to sit till the end till the end of the movie and i'm glad i did because the end of this movie is so twisted <clears throat> so twisted but basically in this movie this movie is a shutter original you can only see it on shutter um but it's basically about a girl who she is like a um oh like an inter- internet entertainer kind of like Ryan and i yeah um, but except she's Smoking hot and super popular. Speak for yourself, <laughs> asshole. Speak for yourself. But uh, anyway, she. Uh, so I'll read you through the little synopsis here. Uh, when Mia, a social media star, becomes the target of an online terror campaign, she has to solve a series of games to prevent people she cares about from getting murdered. But is it real or is it just a game at her expense? And. The whole time, you're trying to figure that out. Is this really happening? Is this, what the hell is going on? Um, And slowly people start dying in this movie, and you're like, what the fuck is going on, you know? It was was an entertaining watch. Um, The end of it, like I said, was super twisted. Um, I personally, I, I had an idea, but I wasn't solid on it until the very end uh i think if you guys get a chance if you're if you're a shutter subscriber definitely check this movie out it's called shook s-h-o-o-k you won't be disappointed awesome yeah i'll have to check that one out too um you know uh (laughs) it's funny now because like with with the way the world is now you know everything's online and everything's like in in your face yeah you know so and people mess with everyone, and people just take it to a whole nother level anymore, man. Online, a lot of uh, keyboard warriors out there, you know. And mm-hmm. but who knows? You never know, man. People are fucking crazy. So, but I once I seen you have something down. I want to talk about it real quick. Well, um, I've got some upcoming movies coming. Yeah, we talked about on. some of this stuff, um, which we can talk about again. I don't care. But um, I actually want. I've been hearing in the hollows of the horror world that uh, there were some talk about Halloween kills being pushed back again. I had not heard that. I just checked today and they were showing still uh, coming out October 15th. Awesome. Okay, cuz I uh I've been hearing so, some some talk out there in the horror world and the interwebs. Well, and everybody's worried about the COVID thing. I, I get it. I I do. Cuz um, it's already filmed and done. So Yeah, the, this movie is completed. Um and I think they're most of the way through the third one. All um, I can say is that theaters are open. Yeah. So yeah. we will be going to see that. Oh, speaking of Halloween, things. did you happen to see the pictures that Danielle Harris put up? On Which Facebook? ones? She just put up some totally nude photos of her holding her baby. Yes. Oh, my God. She is so fucking <laughs> She is so cute. Yeah, she. That baby's cute, too. But I Danielle follow her. Harris, I oh follow her on, online, too. Yeah. You know, um,. Yeah, I mean, but like I said, guys, I was worried about that. I've been hearing some talk about it, but, you know, it is what it is. I I knew the movie was completed, so I was like, why the fuck would they wait to push it back? Like, it's yeah. it's already completed, so there's no reason to do that, right. like, at all, right. you know? Um, that's something I was talking about. Yeah, yeah. 
But um, some of these I'm looking at, and we talked about before, which is uh, great. Some of them I haven't heard of. Yeah, um, which oh, I did, we didn't talk about that one. Uh, Let's talk about that. That is, I just saw that today. Okay. Um, so if you guys are a fan of the Purge series, um, which some of them are hits and some of them are misses, I'll give it that. But mm-hmm. as a series, I love cool. the Purge. Pretty cool. I love. I mean, it. the concept behind that is fucking awesome. Uh, I mean, <laughs> you know, uh you know, I'm not condoning murder by no means, but uh, you know, just the concept behind uh, a plot for a film is spot on. I mean, it, you know, some of the stuff that they pull off. But anyway, what we're talking about is they've got a new purge coming out. It's called The Forever Purge. We don't know much about it right now. All we know is it is due to release on July 9th of this year. Um, if you guys are fans of The Purge, hopefully you've checked out The Purge series. Loved it. Which was on... You, was, FX? It you, was it FX? FX. FX. Um, that series was so good. Well, I liked so it a good. lot. And I hope it comes back. Yep, I liked it a whole I, lot. I hope it comes back because it was really good. Um, it gave you a little more of a feel of what it would be like to go through that on the victim side. And, you know, not only that, but, like, uh, I was kind of thinking about this earlier when, whenever we were talking about doing some movies and things. I'm like, because well, we thrive ourselves on talking about horror and shit that's, you know. And to me, this is a horrifying fucking aspect. You know, the fact... Oh, it's all horror. The fact that... Um, the fact that society's broke down to a level to where we have people telling us, okay, it's okay to kill these people during this time. It's like, you know, uh, that's fucking creepy as shit. For me, and I don't get me going to twist it. For me, back before I had kids, I was like, fuck yeah, let's do this shit. Yeah. Now that I have children, you know, I'm like, you gotta watch. It's just not a fucking good thing. Right. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah. Um, yeah. And to me, I was, well, basically what I was getting at is, is like, would you consider that? Horror. Absolutely. Absolutely. And I would too. Yeah. You know, um, yeah. I would too. Uh, it's kind of like. Um, it, it, it's like if, uh, you know, if a horror movie and an action movie had a baby, they would. Yeah. Have you know, the purge. Well, you know, that's yeah. kind of. Well, that's like the new. Um, the new. Uh, which I cannot fucking wait for. The new Mortal Kombat. Oh, dude. That fucking preview looks so good. Because it's rated R. Yeah. Shit tons of gore. Fatalities, I mean, come the fuck on. You know what I'm saying? So that looks, and I was wondering myself, I'm like, would I consider that horror? I'm like, the other ones, no. But this one is a lot more gorier. It has all kinds of cool freaking shit. In it. I think it looks fucking great, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah you, you know, there's, there's a lot of stuff coming out um, right now. There's a couple that I hit on on my list. Did you look at any of the upcoming stuff? Yeah, I've I seen a lot of it, but most of it we had already talked about before. Right. And you know, and we're talking about, you know, The Conjuring, uh, The Devil Made Me Do It. You know. It comes out June 4th. Uh, I, you know, I don't know that I'm super excited about it, but it's a Conjuring movie, so I'm going to go see it. Uh, <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> my boss is texting. So well, you tell your boss to fuck off. <laughs> but uh, <clears throat> some that I ran into that I wasn't, too informed on uh 
there is a movie coming out called The Night House. Um, this this movie is due out in July. Um, looks <clears throat> from the little synopsis that I read on the upcoming movies. It sounded pretty interesting. I'm actually looking at it on uh, IMDb right now, and their synopsis sucks. Uh, <laughs> their <Very> synopsis <laughs> is a widow begins to uncover her recently deceased husband's disturbing secrets. That's it. That's all you get. Uh, the long synopsis that I read on this was talking about how this house is actually haunted um, by ghosts of her husband's past. Mm-hmm. Um, it just sounded interesting to that me. That sounds I cool as always, shit. I'm always into a good ghost story. I love ghost stories. Uh, some of my favorite movies, you know, The Legend of Hell House, uh, Poltergeist, uh, the Conjuring series. I mean, I just I love a good ghost story. That's what I'm into, and thus kind of I hope it kind of hits the bar. Yeah, I love the concept. Yeah, yeah. You know, I yeah. really do like the concept. Yeah. Um, you know, it's uh, <laughs> it's funny, man. Today, like my freaking sinuses were killing me earlier. Um, yeah, so well, like your face was killing me. <laughs> I had a fucking headache real bad, you know. So I. I was just chilling in bed at the house, and I put in um, uh, Nightmare on Elm Street 4. Oh. Which is... What's that? I forgot how much I loved that movie. I love all the Nightmare on Elm Street. <laughs> I love the whole series. I don't care. I love the whole series. Um, but, but part four is the one where her brother does martial arts, you know. And she basically, the concept of that one is, like, she uh, she gets their powers... She gets their powers. Uh, as each friend gets killed, she gets something from them that they had that, right? you know. Um, so, but I, I, I just forgot how fucking nostalgic those movies are. The music, the atmosphere of those movies, you know, they had different, um, there's two things to me, there's two things that that whole series had um, that they did 100% fucking right, even though there was different directors on almost every one of them except for two. Um the atmosphere was always fucking great in those movies. Eh, yeah, even part two, because I hate yeah. part two, but yeah. even part two, the atmosphere was cool. Um, but the music was great, you know what I'm saying? That They really brought you in. And, of course, you know, fucking uh, Robert England played Freddy Krueger in every one of them. So that's where they really fucking hit the mark, keeping him as, you know, Freddy Krueger. Yeah, definitely. But definitely. I forgot how much I loved, like... The, the music and everything in it, man, just fuck. It, it was so, uh, it was so freaking, I don't know, um, just a kickback to when I was younger. And I just, uh, I haven't, I probably haven't watched Nightmare on Elm Street in probably fucking four years. Wow. You know, and I, was sitting, I tried to watch the remake not too long ago. I have watched the remake fairly recently. Well, not sooner, but then when I watched the old one, I watched it probably about a year ago. I watched the remake, which I love the atmosphere in that one. Didn't care for fucking Kruger in it, but I love the atmosphere of that one. Very dark, you know. Um, well, and I'll tell you why I tried to rewatch it. The first time I saw the Friday the 13th remake, I hated that movie. But then after it, you know, because I went to the theater and saw it and walked out of there disappointed. Um, and once, 
You whistling at me? My Thanks. damn boss is fucking... Um, but once it came out on video, uh, I found it in the $5 bin. <laughs> I found a lot. Hey, you laugh, but I find a lot of good movies in the fucking $5 bin. Uh, so I, I bought it, and, uh, it, you know, here's the thing. I, I really like Jared Padalecki. Yes. I think he's a really good actor. Yeah. Um, and so he's what sold me on that film. Uh, so after I watched it again, you know, I thought, oh, maybe it's not so bad, you know. Well, then, now I've watched it two or three times, and we did a big episode about this on Friday the 13th. Uh-huh. It's actually a decent movie. Um, so I thought, you know, I'll give the Friday the 13th remake, a, or I'm sorry, the Nightmare on Elm Street remake a uh, go again and uh you know i agree with you i like the darkness of the film i just can't get past put Kruger. this way put this way if robert england was in that fucking movie i'd that, probably love it that would be a fucking stellar yeah, fucking movie yeah, i'd probably love it in my eyes in my eyes if robert england was in that movie it would have fucking been hitting the ball out of the fucking park oh my god I gotta say this. Did you see the text that I sent to Bill and Nathan the other day? Uh, yeah. I mean, I, yeah. So, okay. So Ryan and I are gonna partner up with uh, Phantom Galaxy Podcast. We are doing what they they call a VOD roulette, and basically what that is is video on demand roulette. All four of us are gonna pick a film. Which we've already picked our films. We're not telling you fuckers. Um, we've already picked our films. And uh, so we all pick a film that we haven't seen. And, you know, hopefully the other guys haven't seen it. And we're all going to watch these films. And then we're going to do a show and we're going to talk about them. Uh, very cool concept. I love that these guys do this. I've listened to some of their other VOD roulettes <clears> and they're freaking killer. Mm-hmm. You know, killer. So anyway, one of the movies they picked, I watched the other night, and I'm watching it, and I'm like, I had to send Nathan and Bill a message. I'm like, oh, my God, it's Tina. And they they sent me a big question mark. They're like, what? And I'm like, from Nightmare on Elm Street. (laughs) And they were like, oh, he must be watching this film, you know. And I was. uh, And, uh, yeah, it just kind of blew my mind. Yeah, man. um, But, yeah, I'm 100%. In my mind, man, if uh, if Robert England was in that remake of Nightmare on Elm Street, it would have fucking been probably the best to me the best remake. I he would have it would have been perfect. The darkness of it, the I I loved it except for except for Kruger, except for Kruger. That's the only part I did yeah. not like in that whole yeah. movie. Yeah, that's the only part I didn't like. I, you know, I think in that film, they got a little too much into his backstory. Yeah. Just a little too much. I agree with you. I mean, we knew, we knew from the original what had happened, what he had done. But the remake, they took that to a different level. Well, you know, and and even, and even, and even in part four, which I just watched, Mm -hmm. even in part four, there's a scene where they're going back to the Kruger house. And they're talking, and the two guys are like, the guy's like, don't you know who, who Freddy Krueger is? You know, he was a... Mm-hmm. he was a Child molester. Well, he didn't say that. He said oh. he was a, they said he was a child killer. Oh. And it's clear... Well, see, and they even told us in the first film, you mm-hmm. know, what had happened. Mm-hmm. Um, 
but they just didn't elaborate on it. You yeah. Know? They didn't go to the extreme that the remake did. Yeah. You know. But then but, again, you know, I mean, it's uh, that is not as bad as like with the Halloween thing. The Halloween remakes by Zombie, he went way, way too deep, far in the way backstory. deep in it. I'm not going to knock that first film. Uh, that first film, the brutality in it is epic. Yeah. Epic. And I love Rob Zombie films. I like when he is doing his own story. Uh, I just feel that the, the Rob Zombie Halloween remake, which came out in what, 07? Mm-hmm. Uh, he just went too far into the. Uh, Michael Myers backstory. Yeah, you know. Yeah, but yeah, and, and, and I that just, may be a personal thing because I, if you guys have listened to the show before, you know that Halloween 1978 is my all-time favorite film. I absolutely love that movie. But yeah, man, it, it, it's just I, I really, I, I forgot how much I, I like the fucking. I love the Nightmare on Elm Street. The atmosphere, the, series the, well, the whole series, because yeah. and like I said, you know, there was only you know, there's all different directors except for two of them. You know, mm-hmm. Wes Craven did what was it, the first one, and then New Nightmare, right? Um, but like they kept it, the atmosphere the same almost. Part yeah. two is the only one that I do not like. <coughs> the atmosphere is cool in it, but it, it just went, it went, it went in a weird direction. Yeah. yeah. It's just, yeah. but all the other ones, man, part fucking three, four and five. Bam. I, yeah. I, I, I mean, man, just the music, the, yeah. the, the whole thing, it just kept, it brought me back and I the, forgot how much I liked them. The welcome to primetime bitch. Welcome to primetime bitch. <laughs> but anyway, uh, I was just looking this up, uh, that night house movie I was talking about a while ago. Um, I found the other synopsis that I had read, and it just sounded more interesting. So this movie is supposed to be one of the most critically acclaimed horror movies of the summer. Uh, It was directed by The Ritual and VHS director David Bruckner. Uh, The movie stars Rebecca Hall as a widow who starts to uncover her late husband's secrets following a series of hauntings at the lakeside home he built for her. So I, it just it yes, kind of grabbed sounds, me. That sounds you know, a lot better. A lot better than what they told us on IMDb. I, I like the concept. I yeah, like yeah, it. definitely. Sounds definitely. like it's going to be really good. Definitely. You know? Uh, you know, and this this had all kinds of stuff. You know, we got Don't Breathe. Ooh, Ooh Candyman, man. I cannot wait candy for Candyman. Man. So, Candyman, we finally have a release date for that. If they stay true to it, it's going to be August 27th of 2021. This year. Completely different concept from the original movies. Well, this one's I like, like a... I like where uh, they're going with it. Yeah, this one's like a... What what would you say? A, uh, uh, it's prelude, like, or not a prelude, but a uh, continuation? It's It's a continuation, but it's more of like... Invasion of the Body Snatchers feel is what mm-hmm. what it kind of feels like to me. Basically, the main character is going to be possessed by the by the soul of the Candyman. Oh, so that's that's the that's the that's con- the premise of the new film. Mm. And that guy's a good actor too. Yeah, yeah, definitely. He's a really definitely. good actor. So, so I th- I think we're gonna be uh, gonna be in for a good one. Uh, and who Ryan's talking about is this guy. His name's Abdul Mateen. Uh, he has been on a lot of stuff. Uh, I think he did the Black Panther movie. Uh, and now I'm drawing a blank. 
<laughs> but no, he's a really yeah, great he actor. Pop, popped right out. Of he my also head. played in uh, Aquaman. Aquaman, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but he he's a really good actor. So and it looks like it's going to be a great film. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, yeah, some watch. really cool stuff coming out. Uh, there's a new movie that probably a lot of people haven't heard about, and that is a movie called Malignant. Malignant. Look at my note here. <laughs> Malignant comes out September 10th of 2021. It is a new James Wan film. James Wan has not only created a horror empire with his Conjuring universe, but he recently became among directors of the DCAEU movies. But even so, he's now directed a wholly original horror idea in Malignant. We don't know a whole lot about this film right now because they've been kind of keeping it hush-hush. But if James Wan is involved in this, it's going to be good. Hell yeah. It, it is, is going <laughs> to be stellar. Yeah. I cannot wait for this. Especially if it's his own. Yeah, man. This is gonna yeah, be if it's his own vision, uh, I think it's going to be killer. Ooh, killer. what's that Dark Harvest? So Dark Harvest is one that I've got uh, that I wanted to talk about. It comes out September 24th of 2021. Fucking right. That looks sweet. Uh, Dark Harvest is... Uh, it's during the Halloween time. Um, it uh, follows the work of uh, uh, this guy. His name's David David Slade, who uh, apparently wrote the series for this. There was a series called Dark Harvest that was on TV for a while, mm -hmm. but I don't remember that. Gotcha. I, I apparently never caught that. Um, but this is uh, this is what they call a groundbreaking choose your own adventure. Um, if you guys have seen the Black Mirror series, uh, there was an episode, and the, uh, this will freaking blow your mind. Um, it's right up there with the with uh, oh, it says Bandersnatch, but I, I'm not sure if that's right. Um, Basically, what it is, is is you get to points in the film and you make a choice on where you want to go. Fuck yeah. And then, so what you do is you choose that choice and it will flip to the choice that you made. Oh, bad. Yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, Black Mirror did a really good job on this. Um, you know, of course, this is one of those you got to have a DVD or a Blu-ray to watch it. But it's one of those one of those movies where you have to make a choice and you decide the outcome of the film. Hell yeah! Yeah, it, it, it's going to be really cool. Uh, this is basically uh, it's set on Halloween in 1963 and follows the October Boy, Old Hacksaw Face, or also known as Sawtooth Jack. Uh, just like every year, he rises from the cornfield in a Midwestern town with a butcher knife to a gang of teen boys who seek to confront him. Man. So, sounds awesome. This sounds really cool because it sounds like one of those, you're going to be able to make the choice on, you know, is he going to kill Bill or is he going to kill Ryan? Yeah. <laughs> you know, is he gonna? You know, what's he gonna do? That's awesome. Uh, I think that'll be a very fun watch. Shit, yeah, sounds cool. As um, shit. Probably what they'll end up doing is if they put this on TV, they'll make the choices for you. Yeah. But if you buy the DVD or the Blu-ray, uh, depending on how it comes out, you'll be able to make choices yourself. 
That's awesome. And you can create your own horror movie. Didn't they do that with? Uh, didn't they do that with um, Final Destination? One of them, I believe I, I that they did. That. I believe that they I did. Remember that. They did that with Final Destination. It was like Live or Die. Yeah. I I, I don't remember that. But the last thing I want to talk about here. And then we've got some other stuff to talk about, but the last upcoming <laughs> thing I want to talk about is something that I thought was really freaking cool. Netflix is going to release a series of movies. They're called Fear Street Trilogy. And what they're going to do is they're going to have one movie that is based in 1994. They're going to have another movie that's based in 1978 and then another film that's based on 1666. And if you heard Ryan, all of these are based on the R.L. Stein Fear Street book series. Fucking right. Um, and if we know R.L. Stein, mm. he did all the Goosebumps stuff. And a bunch, yeah. So... Witching Hour, or Haunting Hour. The, yeah, yeah. I, I, you know, I think it sounds really cool, and what this leads up to is something I'm super stoked about. Netflix is doing an event this year. They're coining the Summer of Fear. Basically, what's going on is, is Netflix, all summer, is going to be releasing horror films left and right to get us ready for the Halloween season. Shit, yeah. And this is part of their series. So what they're going to do on this series is, is that it, like I said, it's three different films, and they're going to release them a month apart. So you'll be able to watch the first one several times if you want, and then you'll go to the second one. See, that's now, they're all going to be different stories because they're in different timelines. And you know how R.L. Stein works. Mm-hmm. There's no telling what's going to come out of these things. See, that's cool, man, because my, I, I just, uh, it's funny, today my son was telling me, because I just introduced him to um, R.L. Stein, um, with, uh, Hunting Hour, which the is, there's, there's a yep. few movies yep. out. Mm-hmm. I think it's like five or six yeah. different ones. Yeah. And uh, he watched one. They watched both of them watched one the other day. They went to watch another one today. So that's cool. Yeah. I just introduced it. Now, those. what I don't know is, is you guys know that R.L. Stein is really big on children's movies. Mm-hmm. You know, l- look at Goosebumps. I love it. Great films. I mean, they're great For stories. Yeah. Uh, the books were awesome. Adults can read them. Kids aren't too... I still, en- I still them. enjoy them. <laughs> you know, and like he was talking, the haunting hour, same way. You know, they're they're basically revolve around a kid's series, but they're they're good for adults. Uh, I don't know what's going to happen here. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Uh, you know, what's cool about it though is that this gives you this gives you a chance to uh, introduce your kids to scary and horror yeah, stuff. You know, definitely, definitely. You know? well, I don't know. I don't we know don't know yet on this one, on this but one. on the other ones but I mentioned. But on Goosebumps and, and The Haunting Hour, yeah. and I, there's something else that, that they do. Uh, done Schwartz, so Schwartz did the uh, Scary Stories to Tell in the Dark. Which is great, Alvin too. Schwartz. Um, which the movie, the movie was very fun, but I don't know that that's something that I would want my kids to watch. You know, I I don't well, know. You know, that's like um know. a lot of people said that <clears throat> a lot of people said that um um scary stories telling dark was kind of like a 
you know, kids typing. I'm like, well, yeah, that's what it was based on. Right. Kids. You know, that movie was exactly what I thought it was going to be. Yeah. yeah. It, it was, a, and yeah. I liked it. And yeah. it was exactly yeah. what I thought it was going to be. I liked the way the story led on that and how they wrapped everything up in the end. It's exactly you know. the way I thought it should be, man. Um, you know, but yeah, there's a lot of, so guys, there's a lot of awesome up and coming stuff coming out movie wise and things like that. TV shows, yeah. you know? Yeah. There's some really cool stuff. But I, I want to talk to you. I want to bring up some shit. I thought you'd like that. Check yeah, out and some definitely. paranormal stuff. So, this you're really going to fucking like, okay? Yeah, I think it's pretty fucking cool. Pretty weird as shit, creepy too, but it's interesting. So, there's this rocker guy. He's in a, he's a metal band, right? His name is Iago Annex. Okay? So, he made this quote. And uh, I'll ask you what, he, what you think he meant by this in just a second. So, he said this. He said that his uncle will be smiling up from hell. Why do you think he said that? Because well, his uncle was an asshole and he went to hell. Well, he said that because he turned his uncle's skeleton into a guitar. Oh, and he I saw that picture. <laughs> and he plays that son of a bitch. Hell yeah. In his band. Now that's fucking metal, dude. And he, <laughs> and he said that. He said that there was a lot of trial and error. <laughs> I bet, because you know, I would I would assume that a rib cage and a torso would not be acoustically sound. Well, and that's you know, yeah, it's uh, it's pretty crazy that I, I was just like, wow, man, maybe I'm fucking... wrong. Never tried it. <laughs> but yeah, I thought you would like that. But uh, so I know my instruments. I'm a bass player, so it really depends on what wood the instrument is made on, on what tonal note you get out of it. Mm -hmm. So now, I don't know, who who knows? Maybe he's got his uncle's wood, uh, <laughs> and <laughs> he's playing it, but oh, I don't think that uh, bone is going to be very tonally adequate. Who knows? But who knows? They used it for years. I guess, you know, the right kind of pickup. Mm. You know so, so I got another story for you. <laughs> so, there's a woman by the name of Siti Zanaha. If you tell me she's playing the skin flute. No. Mm. So, well, this, this is interesting. <laughs> so, this woman is in, is in Indonesia. Indonesia's got some... Well, never mind. So... She claims so. She claims that she got pregnant by a gust of wind. Hmm. She was praying. Check the story out though. This is why this is the only reason why I put this in here is because everyone's like, oh yeah, she's crazy, but check this out. She she just got done praying. She's in Indonesia. So she just got done praying. And as she was, you know, they as she was kneeling down yeah. praying. She said a gust of wind swirled around her like a tornado. She was like in the, in the middle of this gust of wind. And it went into her vagina. It was a spermato. Ah! <laughs> here all week, folks. So she said it went into her vagina. And she gave birth an hour later. What the fuck? Damn. So that's why I put it in there. I, that's... Uh, that's pretty fucking crazy. Wow. 
That's so, a really short incubation. Evidently, period. fucking ghost sperm is highly fucking potent. No shit. <laughs> well, did you ever hear the story about the lady that married a dead pirate? Yes. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Yep. I don't know how they consummated, but, you know. It is what it is, man. <laughs> oh, real quick, though, I want to talk to you something about something, too. Um, did you watch The Stand? The new one? No, on... the original. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Did you watch the new one yet? No. I have I not. Have not. Uh, I, I, it's I, on my radar because one of the guys at work has been watching it, and he said he said it's really good. Okay, cool. Because I'm gonna go home and probably watch some of it tonight. Yeah. I, uh, I I like the first one a lot. Yeah, yeah, definitely. I like definitely. the storytelling. I mean, um, it's it's kind of like with the original It. I just yeah. love the way they tell the story, yeah. and I like yeah. the way that the fucking atmosphere is with it. You know, it's you know, and it's really crazy because a lot of those movies, you know, The Stand, made for TV movie, mm-hmm. based off a of Stephen King book. Great series. Yes. Uh, the Langoliers, made for TV movie, based on a Stephen King book. Great story. It. It. Was it a made for TV movie? Yes. Yes. Okay. Um, written by Stephen King. Great film. Salem's Lot. Made for TV series. <laughs> I, there's a theme here. Yeah. yeah. Common theme here. You know. Um, I am very interested in the uh, CBS Plus version mm-hmm. of the new stand. The original was a great series, mm-hmm. and I would really like to see what they're doing with it. Yep, now. I'm gonna probably check it out when I get home tonight. Yeah, so absolutely. But I, I brought. I wanted to bring that up real quick because I seen that on my popped up on my thing. I'm like, yeah, you know, that look, it'd be pretty good. So one other thing I kind of want to talk about. I think you Kay. looked into it. Yourself. I did. I did. Um, I kind of want to read through this. Uh, so. Ryan had brought up this thing to me about if you guys have been paying attention to the news, there's been a huge uptick in the amount of exorcisms being performed right now. Um, We don't really know why, but whenever he brought this up to me, I started digging into it and I ran into some really curious stuff. And so what I'm going to do is I'm going to read through This was a story that I pulled some information out of. This was actually on ABC News. Okay. Okay? So, in popular culture, exorcism often serves as a plot device in chilling films about demonic possession. We all know that 1973 is The Well, not the most, but the greatest possession movie ever made. Mm -hmm. Um, Very cool. I I just can't say enough about that film. Uh, So what we're going to get into here is a a story that actually happened last year. There were two Roman Catholic archbishops who showed a different face of exorcism. They were performing the rite at well-attended outdoor ceremonies to drive out an evil spirit lingering after uh, a simonious protest. They were having a lot of protests and stuff. So where this happened was in Portland, Oregon. Uh, Archbishop, Archbishop Alexander Sample led a possession of more than 200 people to procession. a or a procession. I'm sorry, <laughs> led a procession of more than 200 people to a city park on October 17th. 
This was last year, folks. Uh, he offered a prayer, then conducted a Latin exorcism rite intended to purge the community of evil. Okay, Portland, Oregon. On the same day, 600 miles south, San Francisco Archbishop Salvatore Cordialone, 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 Salvatore Cordialone. He performed an exorcism ceremony outside a Catholic church in San Rafael, uh, where protesters had earlier toppled a statue of Father Junipero Serra. Uh, Junipero Serra was a uh, not a, a saint but he was high up in the Catholic faith, um, and he fought evil uh, through exorcism and different things. So we all know that The Exorcist uh, is the most memorable horror film of all time. Uh, came out in 1973. It depicts exorcism as a relatively rare and secretive endeavor. But it's now so common that some exorcists combat demons remotely using their cell phone, according to the guy that was writing this article. His name was Alexander Chestnut. Uh, the driving force behind the surge since the 1980s has been the spread of Pentecostal churches that highlight the conflict between demons and the Holy Spirit. <clears throat> Pope Francis... Our great pope, well, I don't know, I'm not great pope, but the great pope at the Vatican, okay, Pope Francis has acknowledged the legitimacy of the practice, and a Vatican-approved university in Rome has been uh, conducting exorcism training sessions during Francis's uh, papacy uh, for, for priests. priests from around the world. Now, here's where it gets really crazy. In September, Pope Francis named three new auxiliary archbishops from the Archdiocese of Chicago. One of them was Jeffrey Crobb, one of the top exorcism experts in the Archdiocese. In the United States, one of the premier Catholic entities focused on exorcism is Pope Leo III Institute in Chicago, which is a suburb of Libertyville. In a statement on its website, the Institute acknowledges there is some skepticism about exorcism and demonic possession. The Institute says its curriculum is devoted to the importance of knowing how to discern whether someone is truly possessed or whether they are some sort of psychiatric or psychological illness. <clears throat> now, we are talking about a university in Chicago that is training priests for exorcism. You know, and... Uh, why? And here's Why, a, people? Why is this going on now? And here's the thing, like, uh, you know, we are... We're not really a religious podcast. However, we do believe in horrifying things. Good and evil. Yeah. Um, you evil, can't live good without evil. Evil is there, you know. What it is, I don't know. You guys know our stories. We've already talked about it. Um, we talked about how we feel about everything. Now, that being said, evil is there. I'm a dimensional guy. So I believe there's higher and lower dimensions. 
Maybe these things that you call demons are from a different dimension, the lower dimensions. So they're trying to figure out how to combat these things, and this is the way they want to combat them. But it's really strange. For hundreds of years, we've been turning down the rights of exorcism. And now, all of a sudden, yeah, it's up. we're bringing it back. Now you got a fucking university. And now you have a university in Chicago, Illinois, people. Well, and that think is about it. Teaching how, the rights of exorcism. And if you think about the violence there, why yeah. is there so much violence there? Agreed. You see where I'm going? Agreed, yeah. So it's kind of like. Uh, yeah, there's an evil fucking presence there. You know what I mean? And um, this is their way of fighting it. Uh, my thing dogs is... living together. My thing is, you know... So they talked about the wellness of someone. Are they uh, possessed? Or are they just mentally ill and this and that? My thing is, what if it's both? I, it, and it's possible. But there are uh, there is proof... That there were, well, I say proof, but there is conjecture that people that were considered possessed back in early times mm-hmm. could have possibly just had some sort of schizophrenia, schizophrenia psychopathy. Uh, you know, there's a number of things. They basically had a brain disorder. Um but how do we know? Well, we don't. Here's the thing. It's just like any other predator, um, you know, coward, or anything else out there. If you're going after someone, are you going to go after someone who's fucking strong? Who, no, uh, no, who, no. You're going to go after the weakest link. So, if your mind is That's weak... You hit him in the kneecap. If your mind is weak... It's easier for something to take hold of you. The mind is weak, but the body is strong. Yeah. But you know what I'm saying? So let's say you are a little slower minded. Mm-hmm. You are more easily influenced. And, you know, um, something is more likely to be able to do what it needs to do to take over you or to affect the way you think. Do you, so, my thing is, is that there's a lot of sh- crazy shit going on in the world right now, guys. And I'm not talking oh, yeah, about I'm not talking definitely. about political. And, and I'm we're not, not talking even about just talking about exorcism. And we're not even talking I mean, about this. Is just a weird thing that has happened here recently, you know. And we're not even talking about USA all over the world. So for all of our family, our horror fam out there, like this is everywhere we're talking about the um. You know, the instances of UFO sightings, the fucking, you know, I I mean. I wasn't even going to get into that, but I had a whole other story on that. You know, there's just so much paranormal or supernatural shit going on right now that, you know, something's going on. There was there was a story about out there about the former director of the DOD, which is Department of Defense has uh, talked about how he has acknowledged the presence of what... So the government made a change. Um, They used to consider them UFOs, unidentified flying objects. Now they call them UAPs. They're unidentified aerial phenomena. 
Mm-hmm. Um, and this former director, which I'm not going to mention his name, he has come out and acknowledged the fact that there are UAPs, UFOs, that the government knows about um, that are not given the public all the information they need. Oh, 100%. And um, Joe Rogan has had multiple people on his podcast fairly recently. He's getting deep, deep Man, into this one of now. his best shows was that show he did with Bob Lazar. Dude, you should hear the one he just did with another guy. Uh, fuck, what's his name? Robert something. Hold on, I'm going to talk about this one. Oh, I'll bring it up really, really quick, guys. But uh, he just did another episode yeah, with... You guys should know that Ryan and I are really big on the UFO thing. No, we're not sitting here wearing tinfoil hats. We're not conspiracy theorists. I am. Well, okay, Ryan is. <laughs> I'm not. Uh, I have a vain interest in it. And Robert Bigelow. Robert Bigelow. He just did this episode. Gigolo. Episode sixteen twelve of the Joe Rogan podcast. Listen to that. Sixteen twelve. He's a billionaire. Fuck? He's a billionaire. Why does that guy got so many goddamn episodes? We're <laughs> only at like fucking I don't know two hundred or something. He's a fucking billionaire. This Robert Bigelow guy, and he was friends with Bob Lazar. He knew him, um, but he uh, only reason he made money is he had his first par- uh, UFO experience when he was very very young. And then he now he's a super you know wealthy businessman who built all of his own shit. And he only reason he wanted to make mil- billions of dollars so he can dig further deeper into fucking nice. um, into this shit. It's, but my thing, guys, what I'm what I'm getting at here is there's so much. This year's gonna be fucking weird, man. There's a lot yeah. of paranormal shit going on. There's, there's a lot of fucking supernatural. There's shit There's a lot on. of weird stuff coming out in the news that you don't have to take our word for it. Get on Google. Uh, start looking at some or of duck, stuff. Or duck duck go. I was just going to bring that up. Uh, Google won't tell you everything. There's another search engine out there called DuckDuckGo that will tell you everything. Um, Google Google is very smart. It's owned by certain people. But it is limited. Uh, You go over to DuckDuckGo, and they will tell you about some shit that will curl your hair. And your butt hair. Curl my I don't have any because I use Manscaped. Oh! Look, it's smooth. My fart smell like a, or sound like a trumpet. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to start calling him trumpet ass. Old trumpet ass over there. Oh, yeah. But anyways, guys, I just wanted to bring that up, you yeah, know, because yeah, there's... Very uh, cool shit. Get, you know, stay informed, people. There's a lot of cool paranormal, supernatural shit going on out there, guys. Yeah. If you guys come across anything fucking... And then that you come across that's the news about paranormal, supernatural, send news us a weird. fucking link. Yeah, Go, definitely, definitely. Please, and we'll talk about it. We'll, we'll give you a shout out. All that stuff. We'll give you a shout out, and we'll talk about it. Okay. The next episode will be all conspiracy theory. Yeah, no, that's my. No, other, probably not. That's my other podcast. I'll be starting soon enough. But anyways, <laughs> guys, um, yeah, if you do run across some links, send them to us, and we'll fucking shout you out. So, so uh, what we're getting at here, folks, with this episode is get out to your theaters, support. Yes, movie theaters. as much as you can. Um, as much as you can, because they're disappearing quick. Uh, we just lost our last video store in in the in the town and theater. Uh, and theater. We don't know if it's coming back. I don't think uh, any regals are coming we're, back. We're uh, we're in trouble. Um, you know, Hollywood's hurting. The movie fans are hurting. We we need something spectacular to happen. So support them as much as you can. 
That's right, guys. Show them love. Show them love. But more importantly, guys, we love you guys. Thank you for your support. Absolutely. Our horror fans growing every day. You guys are awesome. Um, keep getting out there. We're going to keep putting out badass podcasts for you. Um, you guys know what we're about to say. Until next time. Keep it creepy. creepy.